The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Let's move to social media for a little bit. More than 800 million people around the world use the social media short video app called TikTok. And while you might not use it, your kids probably are, your grandkids probably are, your nieces and nephews probably are. Uh, But some governments are very concerned that the Chinese-owned app allows the Chinese government to access people's data. India has already banned use of the app for this reason. The U.S. is considering it. And here in Canada, some members of parliament say Canada should strengthen its privacy laws before considering an outright ban. With more on this, we're joined by tech expert and contributor at futurhythmic.com, Andy Barrar. Andy, welcome back to the show. Oh, my pleasure, Jalen. Hey, it's been uh, it's been wonderful to follow you on Instagram and Facebook. You've been very busy during yeah, um, I, the 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 COVID pandemic during lockdown, haven't you? Yeah, so we we've all of course uh, been on lockdown to trying to social distance at home. So I took it as an opportunity to kind of like change <laughs> myself. Uh, like for example, once the gyms closed down, I went on Amazon, bought a jump rope, and started watching YouTube videos on how to jump rope, and I can do that. I've been watching YouTube videos on woodworking so I can make tables now. I'm I'm a new man. You are a new man. And let's just, I just want to clarify this. You're downplaying it. When you talk about being able to jump rope, you're jumping rope like Muhammad Ali now. You're, you're doing, you're making coffee tables like, um, you know, uh, you know, like a top notch uh, cabinetry or a table maker. It's, it's phenomenal. And gardening, my gosh, over the, over the top. Yes. My COVID garden um, is feeding about five different households right now. It's a smart garden. Of course, I had to combine technology. So it self-waters. I can control it on my phone. But I basically just set it up, and Mother Nature does all the rest of the work. I take all the credit, though. I feel guilty. (laughs) Amazing, Andy. It's just been like I'm sitting there going, what the heck have I been doing with my time? But anyway. Hey, I've I've seen your work. I've seen your work, okay? I I applaud. I saw I saw your cooler there and the stain that you did on your on your chair there. So I'm 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 pretty impressed. No, oh, thank you. That was the first time I've ever done that. So it was uh, it was a it was a project on holidays last week. So let's talk about TikTok for those who don't know what it is, because um, I suspect that a lot of my audience might um, is a little older than the the the, the main demo age for this. But as I said in the intro, probably their kids or their grandkids are, are probably using TikTok. What do people need to know about it? Well, if you don't use TikTok, you're an old person. That's the first thing because uh, I don't I don't use it either. Um, but it is uh, it's a, basically a video, a short video app uh, and social kind of network online that are very popular with Generation Z, so younger kids. And it's made, mm-hmm. if you go on TikTok and you look at it, it's mostly a bunch of kids dancing uh, to mm-hmm. music and, and cutting the videos to make them kind of funny. Yeah, and actually there's a lot of, you know, funny animal videos and stuff like that uh, on there as well. There are, there's there's um, a lot of questions about um, the privacy around this. There's, there's um, questions about how the data storage, the algorithms um, are, are, are used. It says the U.S. data is stored in the U.S. The backup is in Singapore. The European privacy operation has been moved to Ireland. The thing is that it's owned 
owned by one of China's biggest tech firms. And uh, we're told that it is scooping up massive amounts of data on Americans, on North Americans, and tracking users' every move. Um, I suspect that, you know, Facebook and other apps are doing the same thing. What makes this one so different? Is it is it because it's the Chinese, uh, that it's a Chinese app? Yeah, so the company, it's a Chinese-owned company called ByteDance. It's the world's most valuable startup right now. And the big issue is that it's a Chinese company. And we've already seen mm-hmm. this with Huawei being a telecommunications provider, especially for hardware equipment for, say, like setting up your wireless networks across a country. Well, that's a le- very legitimate. But we're talking about an app now that, that the U.S. might in fact, ban. Uh, we already mm-hmm. saw this happen in India. Um, but this is for like dancing videos, like funny videos. So it's a, it's a little bit different. But the whole issue is about the data because this is a social network. And what they're doing is they're collecting data, just like Google does, just like Facebook does. And the question is, what are they going to do with that data? First of all, you mentioned where is the data being stored? Mm-hmm. And TikTok is trying to make sure that it's stored in, on servers in the respective countries that the users are using them in. But that's not enough. Um, uh, for some regulators because there's a lot of suspicion that maybe they're giving this data to the Chinese government. Now, I should mention, there's no proof that this is happening. Yes. But there's just that suspicion is enough to make some countries decide that they want to ban it. Yeah, the company is consistently denying that it hands over data, but the terms of service do say that the company may share information with its parents, subsidiary, and other affiliates. Um, And, you know, so there's some concerns there. Now, what would happen, for example, what the impact, what, what would the impact be if America decided to ban TikTok? Well, that's going to be unprecedented. What we've never seen the U.S. government ban an app outright. You know, like we mentioned before, Huawei, you know, makes hardware, telecommunication hardware. So they could say to AT&T, you're not allowed to use this hardware because we don't know the programming back end of it and where that information is going. This, of course, is just an app that's used by kids. But maybe that's the reason that it is mm-hmm. young kids that are using this and collecting. And we know kids share a lot of information online. So uh, the big worry is that where does this or who what could this company do with this data if China the government asked but what was interesting is they hired an ex-CEO from Disney his name is Kevin Mayer and so they're they're trying to open up satellite offices around the world because they don't they know they got a winner here especially with the young Mm -hmm. people and that's really Mm -hmm. what you want because you want to get you know your user base young so that they get used to it but there's just a lot of problems right now. And on top of that, you have these TikTok stars, these huge influencers yeah. with millions of followers who are really, really worried right now what's going to happen to them if this ban happens in the U.S. How much of uh, the talk about this ban is really concerns about privacy or is it, um, you know, the ongoing battle between the U.S. and, and China? Well, I think it's a combination of both. uh, Of course, we know the relationship between the U.S. and China is not um, very good right now, especially with the Trump administration. So Mm -hmm. you have the likes of Trump and Mike Pompeo coming out saying that they're looking at it, of of banning it. But you also, like I mentioned, the influencers on TikTok, especially the ones in the U.S., are now trying to tell their followers, you can follow me on Twitter, you can follow me on YouTube, you can follow me on everywhere else, Instagram, because they're worried. what, you know what really boggles my mind, Jalen, is that if you ask, they did a survey last year, and they asked kids, you know, 8 to 12, what do you want to be when you grow up? 
you know, that, mm. that proverbial question we always ask. For years, kids said, I want to be an astronaut. But now, for the first time, you say, you're seeing kids, they want to become vloggers. They want to become yeah. famous online rather than go to space, except one country, China. The majority of kids over there want to go into space. They don't care about being <laughs> vloggers on the Internet. So it's kind of ironic when you think about it. Yeah, without a doubt. So here in Canada, I know that there's uh, some MPs um, that are that are saying that in order to ban TikTok here, there has to be evidence of misuse of personal information, which hasn't happened yet. And and they're saying that Canada needs to be worried about jumping on on board with the U.S., uh, particularly when it comes to issues of credibility and defending privacy and holding digital apps to account. I mean, I think here in this country, we could go a long way to just incre- increasing uh, our own rules around around um, uh, privacy laws before we start, you know, pointing our finger at somebody, somebody else. There's been a lot of talk about that over the past number of years and the work that needs to be done on that front. Absolutely, I agree. Just because the U.S. and India, or say the U.S., does turn out to ban TikTok, doesn't mean we should just follow suit. In fact, we have really good privacy laws in Canada. We have a privacy commissioner, and they should definitely look at it, talk to the executives at TikTok, and find out what is going on with this data, and how can we inform our Canadian users what is happening with this data. And you've seen this with mm-hmm. Facebook. They're trying to be more transparent of this is what we do with your data, but we need, we need to see that rather than just do an outright ban because then you're going to have all these kids who are going to find something else. It's just a game of whack-a-mole. So you might as well just <laughs> figure it out rather than just trying to, you know, ban things. It's not a, it's not a really a good solution when, you, when you're talking about apps that can just be recreated by someone else. Andy, um, TikTok has refused to appear at congressional hearings to discuss security issues. Um, People are saying if it's had nothing to hide, uh, why does it have nothing to say? Do you do you ever expect to see TikTok at a congressional, the officials from TikTok at a U.S. congressional hearing? You know, in the U.S., no, I think because they're just worried that they're going to get uh, hammered by by the U.S. officials. But in Canada, I think that um, they would be interested in talking to the Canadian officials and, and particularly the privacy commissioner and, and kind of go through what is actually happening with that data. But in the U.S., you, you can already see that, that kind of resentment, uh, especially with just Chinese companies in general operating uh, with apps in the U.S. So I don't think you'll see that. But in Canada, hopefully we will and we can get some answers that we're looking for. And one more question on the tech front or just uh, an acknowledgement that it was on this day in 2006, if you can believe it, 2006, that Twitter launched. Uh, it went from, you know, a, a short messaging service for you know, groups to the public. And boy, it's turned into, at moments, uh, a great po- spot to be in at times, oftentimes, just a dumpster fire. Absolutely. I have, uh, and I think a lot of people would agree, you have like this love-hate relationship with Twitter because, uh, you know, you just see a different side of people, you know, when they when they disagree with you on Twitter. I don't know if you know this, but a lot of uh, conservative people have been really mad at Twitter for censoring and fact-checking Trump. Uh-huh. You know, there's been a couple uh-huh. of tweets about that. So they're, I don't know if you heard of this, they're actually um, launching their own Twitter. It's called Parler, and it's more yes. for conservative voices. And, and 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 so in, in this one, they're basically saying, you know, we don't ban freedom of speech. 
So a lot of users are joining Parler and really testing that level of freedom of speech by posting pornography or obscenities, and then they have to stop that. So it's kind of ironic where they say oh we're all about free speech, but there are limits uh. to free speech. doesn't matter what me uh, platform you're on. It's a precarious balance. What is free speech? What is hate? And, you know, of course, Twitter's been around since 2006, and they're dealing with that to this very day.